Hello, and welcome to another episode of So Fly. It is uh, July 1st, <laughs> technically. <laughs> We're actually recording this podcast in uh, April. It's April 19th right now. Uh, one day before uh, April 20th, 420. I can probably add that part out. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my name is Mitch, and of course we've got uh, Aldo. Hi, guys. And Gab. Right on. Right on. That's a weird intro. I've been shooting surf, man. I'm hanging out with surfers. Oh, you're a surf guy now. I guess. Because usually you say, hey. Yeah. Now I want to say right on. Right on works. Uh, thanks a lot for tuning in. Episode 21. That's crazy. We just did episode 20, uh, which is a bit of like a milestone. That's 20 hours of fly fishing content. I'm surprised we actually like made it that far. That's pretty awesome. Me too. Thanks oh, everybody had, for listening. Yeah. Thanks so much for yeah. listening. I mean, yeah. we, and thanks to all of our guests. Past, present, future. I mean, tech, it's weird because we haven't actually made it to episode 20 yet. Who knows what'll happen? <laughs> Gab was saying his heart hurt earlier, so <laughs> we're not really sure, but... Uh, he may yeah. be dead. <laughs> he may that be dead. could very well happen. If so, this is an in-memoriam episode for Gab. It's getting really real because, like, who knows, right? Look anyway. We're talking, <laughs> we're talking about my death, okay? <laughs> uh, we haven't taken the float plane yet. It's at the end of the month. Oh, that's true. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we've got a really cool show lined up today. We have a, a guest on the show that we've been trying to get on for a while, and we've been wanting to get out fishing for so long. She's a fantastic angler from the Niagara region. Olivia, thanks so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Good. Very good. Uh, we're feeling good. Um, we spent the whole day fishing with uh, Olivia. Well, Mitch, you didn't, but mm. Gab and I spent the day fishing with Olivia. Um, it's still steelhead season now, but... Uh, uh, can't wait for it to be done. Can't wait for it to be done. Like, uh, like all of the warm water species by July 1st will be open. So let's just pretend we live in that world. Uh, yeah. Thanks for coming on the show, Olivia. And uh, yeah, I mean, let's talk about your fly fishing life. Hell yeah. Well, also too, like <clears throat> I was working today. It's a Thursday, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. Thursday. You guys were out fishing all day. How was that? Where'd you go? What was it like? It's cold still-ish. Like we've had this brutal rain and snow and wind and oh my God. Where'd you guys go? What was it like? Uh, we went to Highland Creek, I think. Highland Creek yeah. on the east end of Toronto. And, Never and been. Scarborough. No, I do, I think. Eh? No, that was all of our first time fishing it. Yeah. Um, Rob from Drift Outfitters was, recommended it because we've had so much rain that it uh, it does blow really quickly, but it, has, it also clears really quickly. So we checked all the flow rates this morning of the rivers in the GTA, and um, that was the one that had the best flow rate. The credit was still blown, kind of muddy. The Humber will be blown for a while. So yeah. um, we thought we'd uh, do some urban fishing at Highland Creek. And it was cool to explore some water that uh, never I've never seen before. Didn't, uh, didn't feel very urban, though. Like, we're no. like deer. Right in, in, oh, you saw deer? Yeah. Yeah, it was like a, we were in Scarborough, but we're in a ravine. Oh, we saw right. a dead raccoon, too. Any, huh? <laughs> dead raccoon. That's how the day started, actually. Yeah. Dead raccoon. Nature. Uh, a uh, horde of deer. Horde? Yeah, there was five of them. I don't know if that's what you call a group of deer. Uh Definitely not. No, <laughs> it works. It works, right? We know what you're. We know what and, uh, and then a dead bussum. Oh yeah. Oh well, that was today. We went. We just got back from like crushing a bunch of tacos and margaritas and beers, and we were like walking down a sidewalk in Toronto and stumbled upon a dead possum, which is very sad. It's a herd of deer. It's a herd. <laughs> to be, to be honest, herd though, deer. to be honest though, I've always wanted to see one. I've never seen one. Possum. So they're fucking huge. <laughs> this one was big. Gross. But anyway, yeah, we discovered some pretty nice water. Um, 
uh, today, uh, we, we spotted some fish. We didn't get any fish today, but uh, yeah. they were in there, and uh, that's really cool. Yeah. We Do saw, you... Sorry? No, I was going to say, we saw fish in the five, like maybe the 50 meter, just two north that you couldn't fish. Oh, you spotted fish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, saw, we saw fish in, in a, an area we couldn't fish. So... Just north of the bridge of Kingston Road is where it's closed. The, mm-hmm. It's a year-round fishery from King, south of Kingston Road. And, of course, in the pool above Kingston Road, there were fish. Oh, my God. <laughs> they probably knew that. Yeah. 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 Well, and uh, But that's okay. That's, that's the way cool. it goes, right? Uh, yeah. Olivia, you just got back from a trip steelheading in Pennsylvania. Uh, in Pennsylvania. How was yeah, that? Yeah, it was awesome. Um, we I don't even know how many fish we landed. I lost count at, like, 12, to be quite honest with you. Damn. Yeah, it was good. I had a great guide, uh, Scott Grassy, amazing guide. So if you ever want to go to Pennsylvania and fish steelhead, Muskie, go talk to that guy right there. Muskie's like your kind of your thing, like um, like fly fishing's kind of my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I've been doing it for like two and a half years now, so it's kind of it's still all new to me. But you're jumping right in. Yeah, Muskie. Because your Instagram handle is... Olivia M. Fishing. Check it out because it's like insane. Like we were looking at some of those photos and man, you're getting into a lot of fish. Insane amount of fish. I get lucky yeah. often. Well, I think you put in the, uh, put in the work Yeah, too. oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're pretty committed. Luck yeah. comes with hard work. Yeah. Uh, like, like in the summertime, I'm going out every day before work, after work, because, you know, you have that time span in the summertime, early in the morning until late at night. In the wintertime, I'm kind of a recluse. Totally. I don't I don't right. get out that much. Yeah. Um, and you've been fly fishing for how long? About two and a half years now. That's two awesome. years, two and a half years. But, yeah. but you're a long time angler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like bass been... tournaments, uh, that kind of thing. I've done it all, really. Did you ever do a bass tournament with a fly rod? No, but I really wanted to. I think that would be super sick. I think, I think you awesome. would get some looks. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd get I some hate. Those big boat bass a guys, few, a you know? Few, a few years ago, the Fly Fish Journal covered uh, two guys doing a fly uh, a bass masters with, a, with two fly rods. They've, oh, really? Yeah. But there was a rule, I believe, don't quote me on this, that... I think like the rod length couldn't be more than oh. eight feet, but I think they've recently changed that for guys that fish like a lot of like weeds and stuff. They can use up to a 10 foot rod. Mm. I don't know. Oh, wow. Don't quote me on this. Like I said, yeah. um, just so they can fish like weeds better. Right. So they're thinking about, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. So now, cause I was like talking to a guy and they're like, yeah, you can go fish uh, tournaments now. Cause you have a nine foot rod and it's super legal and legit. So cool. it's been on my mind. We should yeah. try it. Well, like the thing I'm curious about too, like, cause like we haven't fished that much down. Like, I haven't fished that much down in Niagara. I know Gab and Yilma got out last we went year. Once, once. And, <laughs> I don't know about Aldo. Like you're Niagara. It's probably, I mean, I think all three of us can probably confidently say that is an area where we need to explore more. Yes, definitely. We're light, we're light on Niagara, but we see your feed and it's like, you're catching amazing fish yeah so, so we're, you're on lake erie and the niagara river yeah yeah so yeah. there's like two parts to the river so there's the upper river which lake erie feeds into um and then there's a lower river where it feeds out to lake ontario so i live closer to the upper river like fort erie that kind of mm, area okay. um but they're both really good fisheries and they're both two different types of fisheries if uh, that makes any sense. Yeah. What do you mean by that? So like the upper is like a lot more shallower. Mm. There's more flats and stuff like that. And the lower, it's very deep. I think like the deepest part in the upper is like maybe 120 feet. Or I mean, sorry, the lower. The oh, lower wow. is like 120 feet. There's like a couple spots. That's nuts. I know. It's crazy. Well, you see it like when you go like 
like the whirlpool that's that's the that, lower that's the lower that's the lower yeah that's massive like that's where yilma and i went and that's what most people are familiar like devil's yeah, hole yeah. Just, is a big thing ginormous you don't know like, you know, like <coughs> and you have a boat right yeah, yeah i have yeah. a boat mm-hmm. yeah fish are like right by the bank yeah and then you're casting 15 away 15 feet away and you're like there's no fish in there they're like right by your feet yeah you can see them like sometimes if you go down there and if it's like super gin clear you can see them just hanging out right right there and you're casting out like you said like Mm -hmm. 15 feet out but those things are like right there yeah yeah so you said you've been angling your whole life Mm -hmm. what got you into fly fishing um to be quite honest with you at the job that I'm at right now I couldn't do tournaments and stuff like that so I kind of started to fly fish because of that so I got out of tournaments I was kind of super depressed about fishing just having some kind of I don't know having hard times with like the pro staff thing the people and then I went to Cuba and I'm like oh fly fishing is easy like whatever (laughs) I'm gonna go catch like a bonefish and a permit and whatever else and it was like the hardest thing of my life (laughs) and then I met a couple people down there that kind of motivated me to do it and then ever since then I've been like hooked yeah you caught a tarpon on that trip though that was the uh, second time i went to cuba oh, okay, okay so this is the first multiple. time yeah multiple trips gotcha. multiple trips because it's one of those what well, we were talking about earlier you're saying salt like it's just so it's easy addicting addicted to uh-huh and so okay so you got into fly fishing because it was sort of like you were a little bit like i needed something different and yeah. like i didn't want to give up fishing because i was about to sell my boat and you know start a whole new hobby just because i've had enough like i'm sure you guys probably felt the same about something like that at one point in your life and then as soon as as soon as i picked up the fly rod i was like my life like changed i was like i love the people involved in it Um, i'm meeting cooler people i'm doing cooler things there's more variety instead of just fishing for bass all the time i mean people like that like you know cool if you do but it just wasn't my thing anymore yeah yeah no that's totally understandable i mean that's like the it's a common thing with fly fishing anglers, you know, getting into it because it's like a new sort of like it adds mm. a, a new mm. zest to the sport. It makes you really appreciate like fishing and like where you are and like the environment in the water before I would never like look at anything. It'd be like my fish finder and like looking for those uh, hooks on my, you know, at the bottom. And now I'm like looking at, you know, animals and the sun and the trees and hearing the water and i'm like this is beautiful like why didn't i appreciate this before and like understand yeah like you start taking in like hydro like the way a river Mm -hmm. flows and you start reading water like yeah you know Mm -hmm. not based off of a fish finder but off of like whether it be in a river or whether it be in a lake, like you start looking for finding structure. And like these bass guys too, they're all about, um, quantity. So like they just want to catch fish, 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 fish. They don't even care. Like they just want to catch fish. I'm more like, I was like that too, because I thought that's how I needed to be like catch fish. However I need to, you know, drop shotting, whatever, you know, and now it's like quality. If I catch one fish, I'd like, the eight hours I'm fishing, I'm so happy. Even if I see fish, I'm, that's it. Like, I'm happy. Yeah. Right. Totally. It's in the process too, you know? Mm-hmm. Because like steelhead's a great example of that. I think musky fishing is a great example of that <laughs> too. Fishing is a great example of that. Something that I don't have any, any experience in actually, but mm-hmm. you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
And I just did it out of like a whim too. Like, you know, it was just, I saw some guys musky fishing. I met a guy, oh, I'm musky fishing, whatever. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. If you can do that, I'm going to do that. And I'll do it with a fucking fly rod. <laughs> totally. You know, and I'll awesome. kick all your guys' asses. And it took me 20 days in a row, yeah. like day one to day 20 before I caught anything. And I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this anymore. Waste of time. Then I caught the fish and I was like, holy shit, my life has changed. Yeah. I cried like a freaking baby too. <laughs> I think after 20 days, I would probably cry too. That's a crazy story. Was that your first muskie? This is my first muskie on a fly. I've caught them trolling sure. and whatever. I don't really count that one, but yeah. you know, that was like, so like, I don't know, like, uh, intimate. I don't even know how, like how to yeah, describe like how, it. How would you define the difference between getting it on, like say trolling and then a fly rod? Like what made you cry when you got on a fly? It was just so much hard work. Like I spent, you know, Mm. not knowing what I was doing. I don't have like a lot of people that fly fish and stuff. They have people to go with and to help them. I didn't have anything. I had YouTube. I had like a magazine articles and I'm like, I don't even know how to tie a leader, like a muskie leader. I'm just making this shit up as I go. This seems like a good idea. Just going, going, going. And I had no one to help me. So I had a friend come out with me who muskie fishes with gear and kind of sort of mentored me to get my muskie, but still he can't really help me with that process. You know, it's still different. Even though we're fishing for the same species, it's different at the same time. And then it finally happened. One cast, couple strips, and like, it was like, I don't even know. It was the best thing ever. It was like a high, like it was like euphoric. It was like a a euphoric, cathartic release of 20 days of hard work, right? I felt like my like heart was going to come out of like my mouth. Like (laughs) I couldn't even explain it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that was the first time I like, after like years of, maybe not years, maybe like a season of, yeah, definitely not years. But like, (laughs) but I remember like, you know, you know, growing up, you know, Mitch and I grew up in Ottawa, Gab lived in Ottawa as well. Um, you know, we don't have steelhead rivers, Great Lakes steelhead rivers around there. And the, you always read about them. And then I came down here and it was like one season of like zero fish. And I was like, I'm finally fishing for steelhead. I guess this is yeah. normal. And then, uh, and then the second season going through and then actually starting to catch fish. I had the same kind of feeling. I was like, fuck. Yes. Oh, steelhead for <laughs> sure is like that feeling. Like, I, know, me, I know only because I haven't like significantly spent time fishing for musky. I can, I assume it's, Similar. Like, Similar. Like yeah. for me, I'm over a steelhead. Like I just do it because we've talked about this. Because yeah. it's just a thing to fill in the void yeah. from, you know, summer kind of mm-hmm. season to yeah. like spring. Like romantically in the fall, you get I get really excited. You know, I think Mitch, you've mentioned in the past how much you get excited for fall steelhead. Oh yeah. But then but then after the fall and then January mm. and then February and then March, you're like, you know what? <laughs> uh the steelhead or bust thing is yeah, uh, yeah catch something else you know yeah. like, and, gonna, and that's funny and that's, <laughs> and that's funny for you guys because my steelhead season starts in like february march because i'm fishing for other species until mm-hmm. like december like i grinded it out until like december 15th i think was musky uh like closure or whatever like the season was done and i fished in like a snowstorm mm. my hands were bleeding because the ice spilled up on my line oh, yeah. and my friend's like you know what let's like end it i'm like no 
no. Not like, now. You know, I felt Not like today. Braveheart or something. <laughs> like my hands are bleeding and, yeah. and I'm cold and my like snot freezing in my nose and I have icicles on my lashes. Like we're gonna catch this fucking thing and we never we never did. No wonder you cry after. It's like a lot of work. Yeah. It's like a it's like a dramatic like movie. Like you know, there's just so much and then bang it happens i mean 100 like when you're on the river too like it's a cinematic experience you know there's fogs rolling in you're on a boat you know you're cold you're like oh, what is fucking fish man you know you're waking up and you're like oh i should have drank those five beers last night <laughs> yeah, you know? that's i don't know why i'm just drinking five more right now <laughs> <laughs> and totally. i've i definitely feel like i've gotten a few like wrinkles because of musky fishing mm-hmm. like it stressed me out that's like true. for good but like also <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> wrinkliest um, one of us all. Yeah. yeah. Over here. I'm the, I'm the older one here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really cool. Like, uh, musky fishing is something that's like, yeah, like Aldo was saying, we're all, like, we've had the connection to Ottawa, which is insane musky fishing. Yeah. We just never really have, like, really taken the time to do it. But, like, it's July now, technically speaking. Everybody's listening. It's like, what is that a good time to go out for 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 musky? Um, I did it all summer. Um, I know a lot of people will probably disagree with me with that. That's okay. Whatever, disagree. I don't care. Don't um, but like they say, like I think like seventy five water temp is probably where I would like. This is my coaster. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> I would probably stop, but. I mean, I'm really, really, really good with my fish. Like if I see, I caught a fish, I didn't even take pictures with it because I saw it was not doing very good. So I was like, you know what? No pictures. I don't need the Instagram likes. I don't need that. Like Mm -hmm. I know I caught it. I don't give a shit about anybody else. For sure. I'm not pro staff. Like I don't need to impress anyone. Like let it go. I'd rather see that fish alive and healthy than holding it and looking like a, like a piece of shit dying fish for that. Like Instagram, like it doesn't make sense to me. That's a big part. We're going to get to talking about that a bit more later. I think too, with Gab's news section, but it's a big part of just like what we all do, you know, like we like sharing photos and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, like it, it, it all, like we skipped up tons of trout fishing opportunities in the summer because it's too hot out. We just, we just well, don't want to like be guilty. Degrees and, and, we're and there's people that do it. There's people yeah. that do it. Just, yeah. they don't even care. I feel like people don't even care about the fish. They just yeah. care about, oh, I want a free sticker or a free hat because I caught that. Yeah, it's That fish rough. in 90 degree weathers and it probably died, but I don't care, you know. You know what? Um, my dad mm. used to do that in the summer and I thought it was cool. Um, if you want to fish for trout in mid-July when it's super hot, just use your fly, but cut the hooks. Yeah, that's a good and idea. You get hits. Now you see it, like fish, like just go for it, and then they bite it, and then you go to set the hook, and it just like eh, there's no hook on it, so it's kind of right, cool. Right, right. You see it. Neat. Well, I think but, like um, you know, sorry. Yeah, well, if you don't need that photo, you know, yeah, yeah. if you're not a brand ambassador, you don't need that twenty <laughs> yeah. inches brook trout photo well, but, yeah. or trout photo. I think even if you, are, you know, you, you just do it even if you are, yeah, yeah especially sure. if you are, you know, yeah, especially if you are, if That's you have to show an example, yeah. but we'll get it on this. Well, with yeah. your news. Yeah. Um, I think it's a good point. And like, I think to your point as well, like, you know, living in the, in the region that you live in the region that we live, we do have options. And like, uh, this coaster is like so lit. Like, yeah. Keep sticking, <laughs> lit. Keep sticking everywhere. Um, I think we do, you know, I, I always talk about this. Like, you know, we do have, um, actually, I think you said it best Olivia, during when we were having dinner, like what is, we're more well-rounded anglers maybe mm-hmm. in Southern Ontario because we get, to fish for so many types of things like 
we're like, oh my God, I can't believe I haven't been out for musky. But some people are like, wow, like that's, that's something you can like lament. Like I don't even have that option. Yeah, you know, exactly. like we're, we're like, we're like, we're like yeah. oh, I've lived in two places now with musky and we haven't been out. But like, how lucky are we that we yeah, have, that, we have sure. that opportunity? Right? Yeah. It's too hot for trout. You go for bass. Yeah. Uh, bass doesn't work. Well, that's even because you go to the lake and you go for. Well, pike, we've like, or? but we've like been lucky being in Quebec and Ontario. You've moved, you've lived out in a couple different places, right? Like, and unfortunately, I didn't fish in any of those places. None of I don't them. know what right. I, I don't know what I was thinking, but I was going to school, so right. it was kind of hard and right, everything. Yeah, yeah. But the places where I did live, like the fishing was ridiculous. And now that I look back at that, I was like, what was I doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. what? Like what places? In so I was living on Long Island. So that's known for like striper fishing and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I didn't even know that like existed. But at the same time, I wasn't really into fishing at that time. I was into, you know, rowing and yeah. my schooling and stuff. And then went to West Virginia oh, where man. they have musky there and trout and, you know, everything. And it was right there, like literally right there. And I just... I just, whatever. It was just not that time in my life that I thought about it. Yeah, it's fair. Since then, have you taken any trips? Uh, I've been to Cuba. went to Virginia this year. Went to Cuba a couple times, right? A couple times, yeah. Went back to Virginia. Back to Virginia, Pennsylvania. Virginia? <laughs> yeah, man. And you fished down in Virginia. I did. Um, fished for muskie, so that was like February-ish. Um, and surprisingly, it was very cold. Hmm. Uh, snowing and stuff huh. like that froze my ass off down there, but it was what? worth it. Caught a fish. Nice, sweet. So it was awesome. Totally worth it. And do you have any trips coming up? Uh, yeah, I'm going to uh, Lac Sewell, Anderson's Lodge at the end of August. So I guess it's not really coming up, but uh, oh, it's coming up. Yeah, it's coming up. And I'm going to Pennsylvania at the end of the month uh, to fish with Scott Grassy again for musky. Nice, awesome. Yeah. So is that your favorite thing to fish for you think i don't know mm. like i think i'm very like that type of person where i'm obsessed with something i'll do it until i'm literally sick of it and yeah. then i'll move on to the next I thing i want to see a muskie again yeah, yeah but it's yeah. it's different because like they're so they don't fight at all so when you catch one it's the most disappointing thing in the entire world and then it's just it's <laughs> they don't fight eh? they don't no that's what not really. uh, you know what that's what you know i Chris at the at Drift Outfitters and 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 Bill the uh, yeah, Bill. you know Bill one of our former guests like those guys musky angle a lot, and Bill always said the same thing like well Aldo they never really fight that much anyway you know and like <laughs> and uh, and uh, and I'm always like because again I uh, have it's naive to it I'm naive to it right so or ignorant or whatever. I'm like, I'm like, no, I'm like, how can that possibly be true? But yeah. I guess it is. Yeah, I don't, it's weird. you see the size of them and you're like, fuck. You get sharks, man. You know? They're freshwater sharks. Exactly. Freshwater barracuda, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you could feel the head shake. I had one, I was fishing with my dad. It was, this was probably, even though my first muskie ever was probably my favorite, like, kind of thing, but fishing yeah, yeah. with my dad, because he's never really seen me, he's seen me fly fish and stuff like that, but it was, like, his first time me succeeding, and, mm, you know, gotcha. working really hard and getting what I wanted to get, so, you know, it was kind of the end of the day, and he's like, a couple more cash, just do it, just go, and I'm like, oh, I just want to go in, I'm done with today, yeah. whatever, and made a cast, caught this muskie, and it literally jumped, 
like vertical out of the air, <laughs> like a tarpon. It was crazy. And my dad's like, oh my God, like freaking out. And I'm like, get the fucking net. What are you doing? Like, you know, and he was. Get the net, get the camera, call mom. Like, <laughs> oh, it was like yeah. crazy. And so we got the net, got some pictures. It was tagged too, which was super cool. Oh, that's cool. That that's was really cool. Really, I, My one in Virginia was tagged too, which is. No way. Yeah. That's really, that's awesome. I know. It's really, really cool. So it was really nice to have my dad out there since we don't get to spend a lot of time on the water together um so it was just a great experience for him to see that he was so like emotional about it because he was just so proud that I worked so hard Mm -hmm. and finally accomplished something like with him you know even though he thought he pretty much set me all up to catch that muskie which I'll (laughs) let him think that you know (laughs) sorry dad if you're gonna listen to this but you know he was a great supportive and you know, person and he netted my fish too. And he was just so happy. Like, I think he was more happy than I was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome to see like that kind of experience. feels like a very musky fishing thing, right? Because they're few and far between, right? Yeah. I mean, depend- like I like we fish a lot in the Niagara and guys yeah. will fish and they'll say, oh, we had like four fish and stuff. And I'm like, oh, like were you fly fishing, casting? Oh, we were trolling. And I'm like, mm. Meh. yeah, <laughs> that's cool. That's good for you. <laughs> Oh, you good know? for you. Oh, that's, that's the whole fly fishing <laughs> thing, right? Like, we do it because it's a bit more of a... It's a different way at it. Like, I know Steelhead, like, we're Are swinging... Are we masochists? I mean, maybe, <laughs> you know? I've been, I've been called a snob. Okay, yeah, so. for sure, yeah. 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 Which is fine. Yeah, whatever. that's cool. <laughs> and here we are drinking our Muskoka legendary oddity gin. <laughs> I'm kind of a snub, so I take it. Nice dim light <laughs> surrounded by books. And <laughs> what is that? An Edison bulb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Check out the pictures on social. You'll get what that reference was about. <laughs> uh, no, that's crazy. So you would say like musky, musky is definitely up there for you then in terms of like your favorite experiences on the water for right now. But no, right. I did catch a tarpon in Cuba. Hell yeah! And that was that, your second trip down. That was my second trip down, mm. and that was. So so freaking cool like it was amazing it was the best thing of my entire life all i wanted to do was like just quit my job and fish for tarpon fish for tarpon and i was gonna do it but then i realized you know i need to have money to do that yeah i remember you know i think it was like three years ago i was in the three four years ago i was in the keys and uh we just i didn't get a chance to fish for tarpon it wasn't exactly the right time of year or whatever but we had an awesome trip anyway barracuda everything else everything else bonefish in Isla Mirada um but on the last day I was like uh, just on the it's a fr- friend's house and it was like on the dock and just saw one roll and I was like Ooh. <laughs> also, that thing is because obviously you see pictures watch videos and stuff uh-huh. and you're like well that's crazy and then you're like <laughs> but then you actually see it see it which is I'm assuming like I I mean the Niagara is a very clear river I, I'm assuming watching I mean, you see the musky follow, right? Pretty much like as soon as you cast, yeah. you'll see them follow. I it's feel so like, freaking clear. I feel like that's probably a pretty intense uh, experience, like watching a musky follow, right? It was at first, and it gets freaking old because, you know, like... <laughs> well, never mind. Like, <laughs> you know, like it, at first it was, and then you're like, yeah, you're you're just going to tease me and like whatever, you know? Mm. Like you're okay. just going to come so to the like, boat. Okay. Like, yeah, whatever. We play this yeah, game before. Totally. Like, you start naming them. Yeah, there's uh, Gabby and there's Henrietta and Bob, you know? <laughs> he, he doesn't like his name, Gabby. It's kind of Gabriella. Like, 
Gabriella. <laughs> that musky wants to be called Gab. Seeing seeing a musky follow fly though is a little bit of a heart stop. I mean, I um, mean, like- the first time it happened to me, I was like fishing alone because I fish alone quite a bit. Um, just because it's hard to find people where I live to like go. Um, but I was like stripping it in and I saw this thing and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, stay calm, stay calm. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do if I actually hook into this thing? I have this net that is so freaking heavy that I can't even hold by myself. And I have a nine foot rod and I have this freaking 40 inch fish. Like what the hell am I going to do? Right. And then I didn't catch it anyways, which is kind of a blessing. (laughs) But it did follow for half a figure eight. So I'm kind of proud of myself. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty sweet. Terrifying, but awesome. Terrifying, awesome. It was just like every single feeling, like anxiety, horror, happiness, all in like... (laughs) Pure horror. (laughs) All into one. (laughs) You've talked about trout not being like really a favorite species of yours. Uh, Because I think I'm horrible at it. Maybe that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you've also, like you were saying, you've got so many different species to go after. Yeah, like I do, I like to go to Montana and stuff, and that's kind of like my trout fix because I do enjoy the dry fly thing. It's fun, it's different. Do you go to Montana often? Uh, I've been there twice. Okay. Um, and I try to like go, I want to go every summer, but just having a job kind of sucks, you know, ruins everything. And you, I know, jobs. You, um, when uh, we first met up today, you mentioned you lived in Alberta for a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any fishing there or no? No. Okay. No. Sorry. No nope. really? out there? No. Oh, because when you were there, it was yeah, like... I was like work and young and didn't really... Totally. Yeah. Mm. Right. But your work was pretty cool out there, though. It was really cool. What were you doing? Uh, I did like guided trips for like horseback riding. What? Yeah. Oh, you ride horses too. I do ride horses. Do you have a horse? I do. I actually have three. Shit. I do. But you can't never, ride I have can't never. Ride I have never ridden a horse. Why, why can't no? you ride them all? Because one's a little pony and she's old and she's like a little old lady. Do you have one that doesn't behave? I do. His name's Sam and Can he's kind of like you. It? He's actually like you. I want to I try to ride Ga- it. Uh, for everybody <laughs> listening, Gavin and Olivia really bonded today in the river by insulting each other every eight seconds. I'm, I'm kind of a troll. So he is I a just, troll. And I didn't bring my rod today. I was just shooting photos and they were not catching. So I, I kind of got vocal. <laughs> Lots of pictures of knots and flies and trees, yeah. right, Gab? Uh, yeah. Right? That's cool, though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> the second yeah. cast. What was that? I heard yeah, earlier. so um, at the end, I'm like, Olivia, give me your rod. I want to do some cast. Second cast, I got stuck in a tree and lost all the rigs. <laughs> Crazy. And I had to I, climb up to go grab her flies. Oh, you got the flies back? Yeah, yeah, I got oh, the fly yeah, back. Okay, I okay. made but, them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You oh, didn't sweet. make me. You were like, oh, that's okay. I'm like, no, I insist. <laughs> Second cast. And I I took pictures of the whole thing, too. Oh, perfect. Okay. As long as as there's pictures. It's it's documented. Yeah. Me in the tree. That's cool. You've lived a... uh, That's awesome. You've lived a pretty eclectic uh, life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. To this point. When it comes to, like, other fish down on... In the Niagara area, like, what what would you say, besides muskie, like, what is is a favorite? Probably carp. No way. Yes. Finally. They're... (laughs) Gab Gab is like a huge carp. He loves carp fishing. Carp, carp fishing is something that like I've always been like, kind of like meh. Like I don't know why. It's, I just, why do you like? Why do you love the car, uh, to fly fish for carp so much? What what's so great about golden it? bones? So they're like the freshwater bonefish. 
They fight like amazing. They'll get right into your backing right away. They're definitely, um, pa- yeah, they're super powerful. Mm-hmm. They're just yeah. powerful. They're like, big. They're, yeah, they're big. Even they're big, the they're small heavy. ones uh, fight well too. Yeah. I mean, they're so heavy. So and they're fun to catch. If it decides to go to the right. I mean, yeah, there's a, uh, the right. I mean, I know it's like turned into like, a, it'd be kind of trendy or, or, there's a trend yeah. yeah there's definitely a trend to like i mean you know that carplan video came out a couple of years ago and uh you know i remember and like and now we just saw we you know we have selections of carp flies adrift like you know it's mm-hmm. not it's not so much this like uh radical thing anymore they are amazing you don't hear as much as like two years ago you're right definitely the trend has go- come and gone but now i think there's that lasting power of people being like oh yeah this is just another thing you can fish and here mm-hmm. are all the ways you can do yeah. it as opposed to being like how do i fish for this but it's cool because like they have their head down you know they're like hoovering kind of and then it's it, it gives <laughs> it's like there's a hoovering and we meet all and Olivia like, just kind of look at each other like a vacuum they suck it right like, a, oh yeah let's try that yeah, I thought you meant yeah. hovering but there's like, yeah there's a language hoovering. disconnect there, but it worked it worked it worked hoovering because they like they feed from the bottom and then they kind of filter the water too and like I think mid- that what yeah what's attracted, uh, attractive about them it's like a little bit like fly fishing for salt water in terms of like you're really targeting a fish that you can see. You can sight fish them, And that's cool. feeding yeah. and you got to put it right in front of So do of you sight face. fish for them? I do. I no, usually, there's like cool. a, there's like a. That's sh- the only way. There's a short time where I do it, um, where they're really, they're, they're spawning. Okay. I'm sorry, all you animal lovers out there, but they're open all year. Okay. So. Scarf, they're so I guess that's <laughs> Rules right. are rules. <laughs> yeah. So. Rules you, is rules. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming in here. Rules is the rules. It's not like I'm picking them off beds like some people do with bass. But anyways. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, they're swimming around, they're feeding yeah. and you, you're standing there and they kind of, they're swimming. They'll spook sometimes. You got to wait for them to come back. And then uh, you just cast. Like, I usually just use a woolly bugger because it's just easy or whatever. Yeah. And uh, some of them, like, filter in the top of the water and some at the bottom. But they will, like, look at your fly and then literally just go right around it. Amazing. And you, like, just fucker eat it. Yeah. When they're spawning, <laughs> when they're spawning, they're kind of protective of their nest. And then if you have, like, you a can fish pattern a that kind of looks yeah. like, um, like a crayfish, which go at the bottom yeah. and eat the eggs. They go and they just crush it, and mm-hmm. they crush it hard. It's kind of like, crazy though, because like I've noticed that too. They are so selective. Because I was on the Clyde, Clyde, no, not the Clyde, the river down in Dove, Simcoe. Uh, God, what's it called? I can't. Drawn a blank. People are know. They'd be like, "It's this river." Flows into Erie, and it's uh, it's just it, it runs right through Simcoe and into Port Dover, and it's anyway Gr- the Grand. No, not the Grand. <laughs> I know it's not the Grand. It starts with the C. That creek. It's either the, the Grand. Clive or the Clyde or something like that. I okay. can't like honestly. It's one of those stupid moments, but. There, I was fishing there when I was a kid and I was like trying to catch a brown trout and there was like three massive carp and I was like so angry and frustrated, but I couldn't even catch those because they were so selective. Like they were mm-hmm. looking at my fly and just straight up like turning their nose up. Like, mm-hmm. no. And I was like, that's crazy. They're that selective. They are. It's crazy. They They're also have annoying. a really good sense of smell because mm-hmm. that's how they, they, they catch fish because people uh, use, catch food because they don't have really a good eyesight. Because people use like boilies for them mm-hmm. and like. But Cat if if you corn. use um, any kind of scented like head cement, like I use a lot of uh, nail polish, <laughs> <laughs> and that that thing stinks like nail polish. It if you do falls. that, if you use nail polish like for carp, mm. she's gonna go like she's gonna go for it and then smell it and just turn around. Yeah, like it just. 
What's it like fishing carp like down gas. in your neck of the woods? Like? It's awesome. It's cool. They're everywhere. Like when they're in, they're in. What do you fish them? Like flats or like? In- yeah, it's kind of like a flat. Yeah. You have to be careful because bass is not in season, and usually the bass are kind of hanging around too. Right, so you gotta right. like yeah. you gotta watch, you know, because God forbid, you know, whatever. Um, but they're everywhere. Like they come in the shallows, and you gotta be careful too because a lot. In uh, spots in Lake Erie, they're uh, like special protected areas too, so you mm. gotta be careful. Mm. And I've seen people carp fishing in these areas, and it's not in my like job description to go tell these people, but you know, I usually do and call the MNR. I'm that person. Yeah. They are on speed dial on my phone for <laughs> totally. all you poachers out there. It's good. That's good. good. I good. think that's good advice for conservation minded people it's good to be like you know think about conservation in that sense though like protect your waters and there's no harm in like narking when it comes to poaching like I had a kid this freaking little kid well he wasn't a kid he was probably like 12 whatever kid Um, musky fishing it was opener and there's bass all around you know so and this kid and his freaking waiters is fishing picking these be- like fish off beds and i'm like you little asshole like i'm calling the mnr on you and i did and then he proceeds to call the mnr on me say i'm fishing for bass out of season with a huge freaking musky fly and uh, a metal leader and i'm like really we're going to play this game now well like the mnr agent shows up you're like i'm Casting they, flies the size of a bat. And they, yeah. he, and, like. they <laughs> and they did. And he like was watching me and my friend. He's like, I saw you guys. You're fishing musky, obviously. And this kid got in trouble for fishing bass yeah. out of season. Yeah. And I'm like, thank goodness, because there's so many times where you see people poaching and nothing is done. Yeah, totally. And then you're the bad person for telling them that they're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah, I know. I th- I think like, you know, what we need to realize too is like the more concentration of reporting that there is, then the MNR does dispatch their uh, conservation officers mm-hmm. to that area, you know, and like if you are, <clears throat> it's not futile to report, even if nobody shows up, because yeah. it means that I all, do all the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like, I think it's a good thing to report because it's not like you're putting up a bat signal and he's going to be there in 18 milliseconds, you know, yeah. like on the bat wing, you know, mm-hmm. confiscating yeah, rods, yeah. you know, but what it does is like it, 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 it makes sure that, it's in a database and people, if they yeah. see a high concentration of reports in this area, you're like, wow, like this is obviously an issue and we have to go address that issue because those MNR agents, they, re- uh, agents, <laughs> they're in the men in black. Um, <laughs> they, uh, but those officers are really stretched thin. There's like what, 500 for a province that can fit Italy in it five and a half times. Like the I mean, area yeah. they have to cover is crazy. I'll often just call them when I'm lonely and <laughs> come on out. You know, they catch yeah. me I'm eating a sandwich. Hey. hey, how are you doing? Hey, okay. what are you doing? You guys probably have like a huge issue because you guys have a trout season and stuff here. So I'm mm. sure there's tons of yeah. people fishing um, trout out of season in the not well, right even areas. In, even in season, we have a lot of poaching happening and, and yeah. a lot of like fish milking and, and really uh, deplorable habits. And I, there's a lot the, of sanctuaries uh, too here. Yeah. It's like, greasy, man. We have and then like you see people in sanctuaries fishing like all the time. That drives Sometimes me crazy. they don't know when it's, really it's a sanctuary, but like if I you're out there really fishing am, like, like oh, emotional fish? about this because we have lake trout and they're open a certain time during the season and they're closed and of course you're gonna go out and fish for steelhead and browns and you're gonna catch lake trout when they're closed and people take pictures with them and say oh oops uh whatever a 
yeah accidental catch i'm like hey they're out of season even though you said you're not targeting them you're still taking a picture with them and Mm -hmm. that's against the freaking rules and like i've lost friendships because of it because i don't respect that at all and i mean when i first started doing fishing and stuff before i was educated and i was ignorant i took a picture out out of season lake trout too but i had someone tell me hey by the way, that's out of season, and I kind of respected that and got rid of that. But yeah. that's like a huge, huge thing um, down my way. And even in the States, too, they're closed at a certain time. Right. And, like, there'll be guides going fishing for lake trout, even though they're saying, we're not, we're going fishing for steelhead, but, like, because they're a big fish or whatever, and they're targeting lake trout. And it mm. absolutely drives me crazy and they consider themselves like ambassadors of brands and you know there's some fly fishing people too that catch lake trout out of season i see the pictures on like different um pages and stuff and i'm like you are like advertising poaching and fishing out of season that's insane thanks you know how how, yeah it's kind of it's sad to see that yeah like you said so-called ambassadors of it yeah mistreating it and and being irresponsible it's rough don't do it I know, right? Because Not for that gonna, Instagram, you're gonna, like you're gonna no. post it online, and sure you're gonna get likes, but then you're gonna get people that see through that shit. Well, also and who you're gives, gonna get who gives out. a shit about that stuff anyway, right? Like it's a byproduct of a, of what we do, right? Like we yeah. go out and fish, we have fun for ourselves, and it's like, well, we may as well just share the experience and and you know get more people into it and all that stuff. But it's like, yeah, like you said, you're not gonna like kill a fish for a, for a like. And I'm sh- and, there, and we've seen it like yeah. there's I've seen musky where I'm like oh my god like that thing's dead yeah. or like a yeah. trout like someone's yeah. holding a trout it's like head is super far back their fingers are like in the gills and they're like catch and release hashtag hashtag like, catch and release, catch and you know and I'm like is that going right to the grill or yeah. like you know I hope it is because you know it's not gonna swim yeah away. I think yeah um, yeah I think like you know uh, you know being people who are so active on social media, like, uh, you know, our, me, myself personally, our, our group, you know, so fly mm-hmm. you yourself, Olivia, I think like, I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, being active on social media and, and do, and, you know, taking those pics or whatever, but if you can, but doing it in a responsible way where like, yeah, you're right. Like I would, like you said, like, I don't need you go fishing for 20 days and you don't catch a musky, you finally catch a musky. But if it's, you know, not great shape, you know, like you said, it's not worth it. No, like, it's not. It's just not worth it for a like, you know? Totally. Yeah. And you know, I'll, as the person that take photo of you guys <laughs> fishing. <laughs> Basically, everybody should hire a photographer yeah. so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Hire me or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Who, whoever. No, no, but just saying like fly fishing. Just like so <laughs> transparent. Yeah. yeah, like hire me or whoever, but <laughs> like me. But I, no, what I, what like I'm, you hire me though. <laughs> but I, what I'm trying to say, cool, cool. Is I'm that glad that everybody heard that. <laughs> fly fishing is so much more than just catching fish. Like if you're an ambassador, if you want people to know what you're doing on the river, bring a camera, and just take a shit ton of photos of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. No, like everyone can hold a fish and smile at a camera. Yeah, but like you know, like today you guys are rigging up. Like I'm on lying on the ground taking photos of you guys putting your rods, uh, your lines through through the eyes of yeah. the rods and, and stuff I think like that. Also, like, to your point, Olivia, like mm-hmm. I think you know there's a level of ignorance there. Like I, uh, you know, in the past have taken you know 
I think that's really good. Like what people like, you know, like the, the keep them wet kind of movement is, is like doing that. I've taken pictures of fish on grass thinking that like, oh, I'm catching release. I like, like, but like I used to do that. And then, you know, Rob was like, that is like, you should not be doing that, man. Like they're, you know, they're, they're literally suffocating. And I'm like, of course they are. Like how, like that was so dumb. Yeah. They're like so dry. You know, like that's so dumb. Like, yeah. it's so uh, compare it to the size of your rod. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I used to do all that shit. And, um, yeah. and, uh, and it's not good for them. And, and, you know, if you really do care about them, like, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, you know, I was definitely guilty of that, but like, you know, you can change. Imagine if a fish catch you, and then hold you underwater, like laying and punch, flat on the and ground. And then punch you on the face at the same time. Yeah, punch you on the face, take some <laughs> yeah. photos. That would hurt. I don't know where I heard this from, but I heard someone say it's like, let's say you're running a marathon, like full tilt sprinting, and then you're out of breath and you fought for your life and then you're stuck underwater for a minute. Right. That's well, like yeah. the equivalent to that. And I really, really thought about that. So like I you're, you're used to be a runner. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really anymore, but you know, back in the day. So I know like how it feels, but like when I try to take a picture of a fish, like even for muskie, I have them in the net, they're in the water yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, okay, hey, we're doing this in like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And if we don't get it in 10 seconds, then the fish oh, is shit. back. Yeah. Like, you know, it is what it is. And usually I have everything pretty set up. So it's like flawless. Like I have a thing going, it's like an assembly line up, take pictures, okay, goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just want to let everybody know that I'm back from the washroom. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome Thanks, back. Gab. It's nice up there, man. It is really nice. Yeah. Although we're recording at Aldo's pad. We didn't mention that. It's a really nice place. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I mean, awesome I mean, yeah, thanks. Um, it's in no way, shape, or form uh, Paul, my roommate's house. He didn't buy it. I bought it. It's not his. Uh, these aren't his plants, and uh, none of this is his. It's all mine, actually. Yeah. <laughs> It's really nice. I, <laughs> Paul's a lucky guy to be able to enjoy this place. With yeah, yeah. Um, Thank God Aldo came in. <laughs> is it time for uh, Gab's new news? I feel like I feel like what we just talked about is probably a good segue into news with right in. Yeah, let me get the new. Let me get Let's point some fingers and and name some and name drop some names. Yeah, so, I'll point at you like this when I'm ready for you to introduce. Okay, can I have? Welcome to. <laughs> oh, your shit, your news. Yeah, yeah. Wait, can you pull it up on this? I got some notes. Can you pull one of the two things that you need up on this? Yeah, I guess. Me, I guess. Why send. don't we put it? Let me send this. the news to you. Okay, cool. I'll send you. Okay, you're gonna do that again. Because you know what, you know what, I was waiting to. He's hear like putting his like, ear up to the microphone <laughs> and then talking to it. This doesn't expel any audio; it takes it in. I know because I could hear a little. Okay, bit. okay, like, take two, take uh, two. Okay, okay. Welcome to Fly Fishing News with Jeff. Give it a sec, Gab. Okay. Hi. This is Fly Fishing News with Gab. Okay. So whatever, we're, we're going to, I always need a momentum, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. Hey, I'm not an anglophone. Okay. Give me a break. So today uh, the, for the, for the news, um, I like how he's kind of silently criticizing himself <laughs> throughout the whole thing. And we're all just sort of laughing at him. Just staring at him. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Gab, 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 Last fly week. fishing news with Gab. 
is is great. You're off to a great start. Okay. Last week, I stumbled upon an article written by a Wyoming guide and writer, Ryan Hudson. And it fits with what we were talking about, uh, the brand ambassador. And it's the article mentioned, like, is the brand ambassadors nowadays with social, like the craze for social media is hurting the fisheries because um, they just they talk about people just like uh, getting like likes for the sake of Instagram and social media fame, um, fishing trout on spawning beds. And, Get out of uh, here. Yes. So this guy, um, Patrick Duke, which is a, he's a guide, not just a brand ambassador, but a guide uh, out of Colorado, went to Wyoming with a bunch of people, um, including a photographer, which I really fancy, Matt Shaw, which sadly should have known better. What's his name? Matt Shaw. Matt Shaw Creative on Instagram. That's the photographer with Patrick Duke. They fished uh, an area where brown trout were spawning, giant brown trout, and then uh, someone saw through that and they made it all the way to the uh the the front cover of the american angler magazine but when you look at the photo do you have it no you should you should uh check it out i'm looking for it um it's pretty important stuff up right now <laughs> look <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i wanted to get in all those photos just a cat in a hat like uh sorry yeah so yeah, so Ryan Hudson did some digging, did some research, and those guys were in an area out of season, Yeah. no fishing license, taking photos of giant male trout, brown trout. Mm. And when you look at the photo, like maybe you don't see it right away, but their tails are like gone. Like they're, they're like... You can tell they were on spawning beds doing their business. It's greasy. And when did this come out? So they, it came out last week. I saw it on, the, and I was like, "Oh, so awesome!" Like, mid April. So this, April. This would be mid April then. Yeah. That mid April. It was yeah. like at how many times a month? Uh, uh, how many times a year? Um, American Angler comes out. Maybe it's four, right? Maybe four. Probably four. So it came out, Check and out. then yeah, front cover, awesome photo in Terry. But the fish was totally spawning. The, mm. the the bottom of the fish is all munched up. Is that the right word? Munched up? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can use that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, checking in. Tell. Checking so, in. Munched up. Here's checks a, out. Checks yeah. out. So here's a... Like, yeah, the news sections uh, this week was going to be... This month, it's going to be a discussion about... Like, what's the role of a... Of a, a brand ambassador. Right. We don't necessarily... Well, we're adrift now, but we put ourselves online. I just want to confirm American Angler is six annual issues. Okay. So yeah. even more than a quarter. So, yeah. Well, um, I, th I think... At what price do we do what we do, right? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's a good... I mean, we touched on it a bit before this, but it's true. It's like... <clears throat> ambassador is one thing, right? To be an ambassador of the sport. But to fish and want to just fish and catch fish to take pictures to then like build your own like fishing cred, which is, seems kind of weird. But yeah, what like like us so flying, you know, we do this. We post ourselves online. Olivia posts herself. I don't online. 
there's a where is the limit that's it you know because i don't know if there is a limit i think like maybe it's more about doing it responsibly right yeah being aware because you might yeah. not be doing like illegal stuff but it might just not be nice milking being, fish is not necessarily illegal being aware but is it is it like is it a good thing i love you just mentioned being aware like edu like educate yourself like look at the regulations right look mm -hmm. at the time of year you know and i'm sure everyone has been guilty of doing something like that in the past because you're not educated you're not aware and that's fine and that's how you grow and that's how you learn right but these people that are doing this they know like it's mm -hmm. not they know what's going on and they're doing it for that like that you know 10,000 likes on Instagram mm -hmm. that you know oh I'm gonna get a free sticker or I'm gonna be on a magazine cover and mm -hmm. you know like so people that are not aware and not educated are like oh that's a sick trail like sweet fish and then people that kind of notice these kind of things they're like man like what are you doing mm -hmm. yeah but when you think like American Angler they have an editor and then that person makes the call where it's, the photo It's goes. all about the money. It's business, right? But yeah. like to say, oh, sorry, I didn't notice that till was almost gone from digging in the sand. But you're like, your job is to fucking put photo in a magazine. Like you didn't notice like the tail was damaged. Right? Well, I think it's like, probably, you know, it's something I would say relatively new in, in uh, not just fly fishing yep. media, but fishing media is being conservation minded mm -hmm. right so i don't know if um no, i mean true. it should be it should be front of mind it should how, absolutely how, be front how of mind. but the, but it, um, how do we implement that you know like by calling out people you're, i think you're always gonna have like, people that you know like it's yeah. happened all the time like even back in like the 80s when there was fishing shows you know like there was guys yeah. who were like you know they were doing things even tournaments you see it all mm -hmm. the time people cheating yeah well i think like yeah. i mean i think people really quickly try to like blame social media they're like they're like oh god it's ever since people started taking pictures no, like totally. people have been people have been taking pictures been, for a long time. People have been taking pictures and people have been poaching for a long time. Yeah, it's just that. Something I think to your point, Olivia, where it's like when you're making a profit off of it is when you need to be responsible mm -hmm. and you need to be. If you're going to be in the industry and if you're going to be a leader in the industry, then you have to act like a leader in the industry. And even if you're not going to be a leader, like I mean, we're as pretty small potatoes when you compare to yeah. somebody else. But people do listen to us, um, you know, and and. And we're mindful of that. And I think anybody should be mindful of that. Yeah. It's, I, it's about money. Like, like I said before, you know, these, some of these people, maybe they're not super, like they're passionate about fishing, but they want to make money doing it. So they'll do whatever it takes, you know, same thing with guides too. Cause I'm sure guides have like fished certain areas that they're not supposed to, to make that money. Or, um, I'm not going to mention any names, but high profile fishing people, like people from Canada fishing, you know, like poaching mm. fish for a TV show, getting caught, getting in trouble. I'm maybe, you know who I'm talking about, but still, you know, like someone that I've like looked up to, like, you know, watching their show, then seeing that happen. I'm like, shouldn't they have known that mm -hmm. just to make a freaking TV show? But you know, there's a thing like people say it's because of social media that this happened. And I said, no, it's because of social media that now we see it. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, think, and, I think maybe, it, you, you know, of course, it may have exacerbated the problem mm -hmm. um, because, you know, people are seeing returns on, you know, their followers and whatnot. I mean, like, you know, to. I mean, 
I don't but know. I mean, like, 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 I mean to, to somebody like a free hat is pretty cool, you know, and like and like if it means getting a certain amount of, of followers, then, you know, it's all it, it all has to do with ad budgets and and uh, and and people get stuff. So they're like, well, I'm, I do this thing and I receive something for it. So I yeah. feel, yeah. though, now like people are getting more. I wouldn't say educated, but more educated. And if you do something bad and you post that on social media, you'll get ripped up. You will yeah. get ripped up. Yeah, like and it's uh, happening oh, with yeah. this article. Just yeah, we're literally article. doing like, that Patrick right Duke. now. Patrick yeah. Dude, <laughs> yeah. Patrick dude is the guy that that's been called out. Yeah. Patrick Dude and Matt Shaw. I Matt Shaw's an amazing photographer. Yeah, yeah. We'll never take that from him. I'm sure Patrick Dude is an awesome dude to I'm grab sure. a beer with and talk fishing, but because of one mistake, they kind of now they're it's it's blowing up it's like a witch and, hunt now and then yeah. people people will that's the other thing too is like you don't want to like i think crucify you don't want to crucify well, anybody but way. like i mean when you i think you're right like olivia like they should have known better yeah like, they're guides no i'm, I'm yeah. totally they're, they're pro they're pro you know, they're pros they're, they're pros. professionals you're pro. yeah there's you're, no you're you're a guide or you're a photographer Know your shit. You're on pro staff. You know? you're on pro yeah, you're he's not on some pro like staff. yeah. He's not some right. like bum like going out there and fishing. You yeah, know whatever. Totally. Like this guy is aware, and I don't even think he had a license either. Oh yeah. so, man, really? Here's, here's what he got cut for. I have the list here. <laughs> into the mic, Gabbathy. Yes, into the mic. <laughs> so let me. So after doing some diggings, here's what they found statewide. Um. Patrick Duke was fishing a sanctuary zone. God. Got cut for it. Oh, God. I mean, it's all public. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might be calling him names, but it's it's in it's government. It's got cut. This is Fly Fishing News with Gab. Yeah, Fly this Fishing News with Gab. This is hard shit. All right? This is pointing fingers with Gab. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do bad shit, because I will find out. <laughs> Whoa. Be yeah. afraid. So, fishing sanctuary without permit. Oh, man. That's rough. Fishing in close area. Oh God. Fishing without a license. Oh, Not only he was fishing a sanctuary without the license to fish that sanctuary, didn't even purchase a license to fish in that state. Oh my God. And, but not the less, he didn't. No one in the boat had life jacket. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> out of everything, the life so, jacket. You know what? But yeah, it's bad. Provide. They had permits for the dynamite though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they were licensed, but they didn't have a lighter, so that didn't happen. It's kind of like going to like a cow farm and like shooting a cow, right, and dragging it off. Is that a good analogy? That's a bad analogy. No, that, that's no. not very. Fuck, good. I don't know. Yeah. It's pretty shit. It's kind of like going turkey hunting and shooting a grouse. No, yeah, that's terrible not it analogy. at all either. <laughs> I know I did that on purpose. <laughs> hey, Fishing but a sanctuary without a license and the audacity. To not wear a life jacket, you. Son and of then bitch. ending up being the cover photo yeah, of bad. an like. Yeah, okay, that, all that's, that's thing, pretty though. bad. They yeah. knew, they knew, they knew, they knew what that. they were doing because, yeah. like, come on, you know, you have to have a license. Second, it's a it's a sanctuary. Third, it's out of season. Like, what are you doing? At least Photoshop the damn fucking you know fish. <laughs> right. Like, the if lesson, you're gonna try to commit some sort of like you know fishing crime, put like, a fin on it. God damn. Yeah. Like, do a better job. <laughs> 
<laughs> don't it's like, don't do that. Don't we're not advocating. You know what? One time, crimes. one time Poorly. on the Ganaresca River, I caught the steelhead and I took a photo. Oh, and when I go. went home, oh god, uh, yeah, we're in the process of talking about people. I know, not I know, I know, no, but I, you know, I didn't really notice it. Um, oh like, no, god, <laughs> you took it home uh, by mistake. No, no, I, no. <laughs> I went back home, look at the photo, and I had. Eggs oh. all over my pants, oh. like all over my waders, but I didn't notice at first. I'm right. like lifting up the fish, take a photo. But it was oh, totally this photo, kosher. This photo, I don't have it anymore. It was right? kosher, like you were fishing it in season. It was kosher, yeah, yeah. Nothing was wrong. No, 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 just... nothing was wrong, but It's kind of weird, you know? Yeah, it's kinda weird. I get it, it. Just, I get it. It just yeah. looks weird, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, like I, we see it all you the don't... time back at home. Like guys will be holding the trout and like in their gill, like vertical, oh, and, and the Fit eggs the are just like hole. pouring oh, out, and God. you know, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, man, I'm a good fucking angler," you know, like mm. cool, like whatever. But still, it's it not makes because me it's cringe. a fish photo that you should post it. Like nobody gives a fish about a photo. Just take a good. And then photo. they like literally like just like throw it into the back into the water. Yeah. Well. I think, uh, yeah, I think like as like, let's say moving forward, you know, as our reach grows and, you know, hopefully one day we'll have as many followers as Olivia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 10 years from now. 10, nice, 10 huh? 16, 20 years from now. <laughs> but as social media evolves, like you don't know what the next big thing is going to be. Like, you know, it's not going to be Instagram. It'll be something else. But, you know, I think if we can as anglers, you know, I think it's a good thing. I think social media is a good thing. Ultimately, I just think it exacerbates some bad habits that I think need to be put in check. And yeah, but it brings them to the surface too. You're under the microscope now. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. every little thing that you do wrong is going to be noticed, yeah. and you have to be super, super careful. Even like job interviews and everything. Yeah. Like everything is on. People there. will know what you say, and people do. see everything. But- like. But, it's crazy. But even from that, like I think, like I think, as as those technologies evolve, I think at the core of it, if we're supposed to be conservation minded people, and I think we all are, mm-hmm. I think it's like you said, like just keep learning, be aware. I think that's the big, like that's a really good thing to say. Yeah, like I think, be aware, educate yourself, people seek make the knowledge out. Like don't wait for somebody to tell you. And if you, you know don't, I mean? if and, you don't resonate with like being conservation minded and being like, maybe think about like why people are like maybe they're yeah. just you know what i mean home. like why like why care about like releasing a fish properly like there's definitely something to it like yeah. give it a chance well that's, mm. the, that's the other thing is like is like i'm not trying to harp on people who catch and keep yeah, either yeah. if you want to catch and keep catch and keep is fine catch and keep is totally you know, fine. you're allowed to like you're if you totally, want to have and you want to take a picture of it great if you want to but smoke, if you're going to be a catch release angler and and uh there's like blood def- coming from you're the definitely not you definitely, definitely shouldn't be fleecing fish on the reds and getting a cover photo in a magazine where you make a bunch of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So that's it. I just that's wanted to... S- that, that's the news. That was the only subject because we... Uh, it was uh, pretty heavy and we've been talking about it for a while. So, we need a break. We're yeah, all riled I think, up. Yeah. I think we're all riled up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, we, need to, we need to change something. We're going to do a clean cut on Gab's exit. Gab, get ready to... Thank you very much. Wait, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to count down from five. Okay, that's my fault. Okay, ready, Gab? Outro, Gab's new section. That's it from. Okay, thank you very much. This, uh, the, that was it. It was the uh, fuck. I can't do this. <laughs> that was what? It was the new sections. With... What new this, sections? This has been fly fishing news with Gab. Yes. <laughs> Can I say that again? I'm awful at this. <laughs> Rad. No, that's perfect. <laughs>
So, uh, Olivia, you've been to Cuba a few times. First time, you're like kind of like one of the eye-opening fly fishing experiences. Second time, you hooked and landed a tarpon? Yeah, I was in it to win it oh, this okay, time. Okay, okay. So, yeah, uh, went to Cuba, um, kind of went not knowing like where I was going to fish, what I was going to do, but I had all the gear. I was ready to rock and roll. Um, found this guy. He showed up to my hotel. He's like, I'll be in a lady. I'll be in a red taxi cab looking for you. I'm sound like I'm French. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> and, uh, was that Spanish? <laughs> that was me trying to be Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like I'm going to die. He's going to take me off. I have no cell service. And then he's like, okay, well, we're going to go fish in this lake lady and all this stuff. And I'm like, great, cool. I don't know what I'm fishing for. Like, and we go, he's like, so there's tarpon in this lake. And I'm like, what the f like you know i've never like fished for tarpon before right i'm still like super green at fly fishing and right. everything and we go and you know i'm casting i'm having such a hard time he's casting for me and then i'm like you know what i'm not catching a fish if you cast it like that's not how it's gonna go yeah yeah definitely. so i finally cast it to the tarpon that was going i'm stripping he eats it and I hook set, it goes, but I had a reel that was really shitty and the drag was like crap and the drag stopped and the fish oh, like fuck. went, oh. the leader went, it broke and like everything, it just slow-mo. And I was like, <gasps> I, I felt sick. I wanted to throw up and the and guy- And like you had like, sh- what, 80, 100 pound shock tippet kind of thing? Yeah, 80 yeah. pound or whatever. And oh, then it man. was like- the, the guide's looking at me like, you know, you are the worst angler in the entire world. Oh, man. And, um, <laughs> you know, and he was like, well, lady, you know, that's probably the last tarpon you're probably going to catch for today. Um, you know, maybe some other time, but we still have like a couple hours and to go. And I'm like, okay, you could do this again. It took yeah. me like eight hours to freaking get that one. Right. I could do it in two hours. Like, you know. <laughs> So literally have like an hour to go, cast out, bam, got a tarp in and no way. I had to use an eight weight this time, eight weight rod. Oh, because the real? Because I switched out because mm. my guide made me switch out and uh, it took me an hour to bring it in. I think it was like 50 pounds, 60 pounds. 50 pounds is a huge fish. I think it was. I don't know. I, I thought it was. But you got it on an eight weight? On an eight weight. It took me an hour. <laughs> That's ridiculous. On an eight weight? <laughs> yeah. 50 pounds oh my god i think i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. tell me that it was like oh it was only like a 10 pound tarpon oh it was like an 80 pound tarpon so whatever i'm saying it was 50 it was pounds 400 yeah. pound tarpon and it literally At like least. i when i was like holding it it was like oh my god this is so freaking heavy and you could feel the muscles oh and like god. everything it so was cool it was really cool and it was the great. thing jumped out jumped of the like a like a million times like in the drake you could just hear it i have a video oh um god. on my instagram uh, it's a lot of not the fish because my guy took a lot of picture of something else. But, you know, you get a little bit of the tarpon like in the it. the sky and the water and stuff. Yeah, you know. Don't, actually, don't look at that video. But, um, <laughs> yeah, crazy. it was awesome. It jumped like a million times, got it to the boat, had a couple pictures with it, let it go. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to do it again. You yeah. know, but I don't want to pay and go do it again. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, we did it once and that was and, it. And that was like kind of like. That was day one. That was day one. That was day, day one, one of your trip. That was day one of my trip. That was day That's one of insane. trip two. And this was like, what, a year ago? Yes. So okay, it would cool. have been a year like now, I think. Oh, right on. Yeah. That's Anniversary. Damn. So like you've like, yeah, yeah. So there's I a sold. lot of, fi- there's a lot of fish caught in between that yeah. year and this year. I don't yeah. really realize it, but yeah. I guess there is. 
That's insane. Like, that um, makes me want to go tarpon fishing so fucking Well, we hard. definitely got to get you down to the salt, Mitch. Totally. It was different, though, because it was a lake. Okay. In, an inland lake, so the salt water used to come in. My guide's probably going to kill me for saying this, but that's okay. Um, So it was... Uh, for, salt water used to go into this, like, inlet, but eventually it, like, stopped, and all these tarpon got stuck in there, and now it's a freshwater lake. Oh, no way. So these tarpon are freshwater tarpon. What? Lot landlocked, landlocked, freshwater tarpon. That is so. Maybe cool. I'm totally wrong, and I'm sorry for all the hate I'm probably going to get for that. But <laughs> well, just email the sofly@crewgmail.com. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> hate hate me we'll up. Figure it out. Hate me up. That's fine. But that's what my guide told me. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and it was, and there was, you see them rolling. There's probably like a thousands of them in there, and I guess it's Whoa. a very like. Uh, uh quiet lake like a lot of not a lot of people know about mm. it because he kind of told me to keep it hush hush a little bit so i'm kind of mm. blowing it up now i'm really sorry but um yeah well we have no idea where it is i don't even know where it is <laughs> yeah. i couldn't even tell you where it is if- i can't even really tell you where cube is that's kid- i'm kidding i'm kidding i know where it is <laughs> where is it yeah. uh it's like sort of like west europe Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's by Australia. Yeah, it's near Australia. You pretty sure you have to fly to Iceland and then it's cheaper <laughs> yeah. that it's cheaper that way. Anyway. It's cheaper that way. So. Yeah, yeah. That's an awesome story. It's really yeah. cool. It's really that's rad. cool. Um, um, do you hope to do more traveling? Uh, I would love to, but right now where I'm at in my career, it's kind of hard. But hopefully in the future, I have a couple of trips in mind that I can do and. But it kind of sucks because I don't have like a, a husband or a boyfriend or a super close friend that can like do stuff with me. So I'm kind of solo. Right. Like I'm sad. I'm like a lonely traveler. I have no one to go. So if anyone wants to come travel with me, let me know. <laughs> well, well, traveling by yourself is well, kind of I mean, cool. maybe like like we do. Like all of us do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Olivia is searching for a fly fishing man friend to come <laughs> travel with her. <laughs> What about a, a fly fishing girlfriend? Or a girlfriend. Yeah. 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 Um, but you are taking one trip this summer and is that an all girls? Yeah. Ship? So it's all girls, okay. all fly fishing, um, which is really nice. I'm super excited about it cause I don't get to do, um, something like that. It's always like all boys trip, you know, mm. love you guys and everything, but then I got to listen to like all the boy talk. So are they all perfect pros? Type um, or are they just friends of yours or I only I know the I've met the one girl uh from Montana that's going. Oh that's cool. Um and the girl that's hosting it, I've never actually met her Whoa. in so person. Um just through social media. The Crazy. power of social media. It's yeah, good and totally. it's bad sometimes, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Um so I don't know like really any of the girls that are going. So it's kind of hopefully everyone's gonna get along because I know when a bunch of girls get together it can be really, really bad. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to stay guys pop- together is pretty bad too. Yeah, I don't know. I hate you guys. <laughs> I'm praying that it's going to be a good trip and there's no drama or anything, but everyone seems really, really cool so far. Sweet. So I think we're going to have a great time and have some good stories, catch lots of, catch lots of fish. And, uh, where are you guys heading? Uh, Anderson's Lodge. Where's in, that? That's oh. in Lac Sewell. Yeah. going to do a little bit of Lake of the Woods stuff too. Yeah. And Oh, cool. Yeah. That's that sounds awesome. That sounds yeah. awesome. Um, is that something like other, is that something that like, doesn't happen too often? Like finding like a group of like 
I don't know, like-minded girls for you to fish with? Is that it's a concern like, of yours even? Like, it is a concern of mine because yeah. I would love to fish with other girls, but there's, maybe there is, I'm not aware, maybe you're in hiding, I don't know, but if you are, come out and contact me, Olivia M. Fishing on Instagram because I want to fish with you. Um, but around my area, like girls fish and stuff, but they're not like hardcore. They, right. You know, maybe they are, to them they are hardcore, but to my level, to my level, they're not hard, hardcore. Well, in but, terms uh, of commitment level, Level, I think you're you beat most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sleeping in your car. Sleeping them. in my truck. Yeah. Launching. Trucks. Sorry. Car. Oh yeah. Dodge Ram, everybody. <laughs> the eco diesel. You know, got to be specific. <laughs> oh, true, true, you know, true, true. So if Dodge wants to give us a car, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I launched. You're so eco friendly. The eco diesel. <laughs> yeah. Um. I launched my own boat. Like I can do everything on my own. So I think that's kind of. A lot of girls can't do that, and I want yeah. girls to be able to do that you yeah. know and i kind of wanted to start like my own little thing for girls like it's okay to travel and kind of find like guides that are like girl approved that they can feel comfortable going like um by themselves because i've already done it like without doing my research so you're not going to get killed by these people because <laughs> i would have you yeah. know what i mean yeah. um you know so like my guide in virginia brent perky awesome guy like i totally recommend him to anyone if you want to fish muskie in virginia like top-notch guy like he knows what he's doing you know like so i know you guys were kind of planning maybe a road trip so that could be maybe in your kind of thing i don't know yep yep um, so many trips so little time and then there's scott grassy i fished with him with steelhead he's an amazing guy like family guy loves fishing super comfortable mm-hmm. um learned a lot from him and then that's all who I have right now. But. Yeah, because we're seeing, uh, you know, we're speaking of the shop anyway, you know, like it is, uh, it's a sport that's trending young and it's also trending female, which is awesome. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I just, I think Mitch brought up a point where like, I, I hope, I think he said something like, I hope we can get to the point where we're just talking to you about just like you as an angler as opposed to you as a female angler you know I, I mean? and i like, hate that mm-hmm. like, like why do i have to be a woman angler i mean well, we don't i mean like i don't think of you that way but like a lot uh, of people do like yeah you know they're like oh i didn't know a girl could catch that fish right okay <laughs> like i could probably outfish you like a million times you, you know and you literally outfish all of them. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah together <laughs> but it just really bothers me like yeah, you totally. know and and like where i work too I deal with um, men and stuff and they don't want to talk to me about stuff because I'm a woman and I'm like well I know more about the, the shit than you do so like yeah. take a seat bud and like take listen yeah. but whatever I'm used to it now and like that's fine I don't want to talk to people anyways that I don't want to talk to people. She's 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 like a Ron Swanson of of fishing. (laughs) I don't talk to people. Olivia Olivia gets into like a a fishing store and someone's like, "Can I help you?" And she just goes, "I know more than you." Yeah. 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 No, no. I I like talking to people, and I like talking to people that can actually hold a conversation about fishing. I don't care how many trout that you slaughtered, literally slaughtered. Like, oh, good for you. I'm glad that you whatever. But like, I actually like talking to people who are passionate about it, Mm -hmm. excited about it. And it's really hard to find those people. It and is. I'm sure you guys have the, you know, the struggle yeah. of that too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But they are out there. They, they are. are. They're yeah. out there. And, I yeah. want to find women anglers that are like that too in yeah. my area. I know they're all over the world, but it seems like my area, it's like hard. And I'm sure Toronto, like you have more population, but I still find that they're kind of, 
I don't know. I'm going to get total hate mail for this, but that's okay. I don't care, whatever. Um, But like a lot of these girls, I feel like they are fishing for attention. Like I see Mm. the girls that have all their makeup done and their curled hair. Like I have dreads, like when I'm done fishing, like I don't know how. You did it untangled. Yeah. (laughs) Gab untangled my dread at the fly shop. Gross, I know. Um, (laughs) It was. (laughs) It's guys guys too, you know, like it's the whole thing we were talking about earlier with like you got to get that right fish photo. It's like people are... People are looking for attention. People like there's certain people that are just looking to sort of like sell a certain angle and get the likes, right? Yeah, and you get like the girls with like the smoky eye. Like yeah. my makeup's half gone by like me too midday. I you know. know, the rain gets mine every time. And yeah. like my hair is like a smudge. My hair is a disaster, and I'm like, how do you even like do that? Like I can't even keep my hair curly. Like on like going out at night, let alone on the boat out in the elements and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like. I don't know. I, whatever I teach their own. Like if that's your thing, that's totally, totally cool. But I, to me, that makes it seem like it's super posed and yeah. you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Like, there's, yeah, there's a cool podcast, um, called the barbless fly fishing podcast. They cover this subject. It was, um, Kate Watson and, uh, I'm going to blow this name, but Kayla Katayama. Um, there are two, uh, guides, female guides and they were on that show and um they talked about like the sexualization of fly fishing through social media and yeah i think you're totally right i think some people do do it for i mean we all do it for attention but yeah it's the wrong kind of attention yeah 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 Yeah, not for the love of it not for fly fishing for what it is right yeah yeah and it's sad because you know i want women to be like empowered and you know and i feel like they're kind of degrading themselves in a way like mm. you know because everyone wants to be equal and you know and you're kind of making yourself not like that you know it's like kind of like the playboy bunny version of fishing <laughs> right and it makes me sad like you know when i see a girl like a beautiful girl with all this makeup her hair curled sitting there posing perfectly with a fish and i'm like I, I, to me, like that's just not right. It's like, not like what we love about the adventure. It doesn't say like no. It just yeah, seems just so like, you look at like, photo, like okay. Yeah. And I get it. Sometimes you probably whatever. have to do it for whatever company. I but still, like you know, again, I, the company might need. Yeah, do I don't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah like I'm holding could. a fish. Like I have, like you know, I'm smiling, laughing, whatever. But I have like water all over Crying. me. You know, <laughs> like my I have boogers in my nose. Like my hair is tangled. Yeah, like yeah. my I have a double chin happening, probably sweat stains. Like you know, like that's like fishing. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's like true life. Like it's yeah. not. I worked for my fish. Like you know, this was the struggle I had to do. And like, unfortunately, I'm not glammed up. Mm. You know, I don't know how you, I really don't know how these girls stay like that. And if you have tips for me, let me know because I want to know how you do it. So me I'll too. Care, I'll give you a lot of tips. I'm super glamour. I will say your beard is looking nice. It's very, uh, yeah. Except the tomogamy video was looking like really poofy. Yeah. Uh, me too, though. You know, it's just humidity. Uh, anyways, well, like, 100%. <laughs> like, I took a shower this morning in tomogamy. It's like, Four days of like bushwhacking. So, yeah, my beard's gonna look a little bushy. Some bugs in the beard. Yeah. Just wait for it at the web scan. Yeah, I think like it's a, that's a good point. Like, just to, you know, I, I've never had to second, I never had to, you know, think about, give a second thought to going out fishing by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never thought about that. You know, like, I mean, yeah, I was like, even on that road trip I took by myself, there was a small fear of myself getting eaten by like the yeah. reincarnation of Paul Bunding or whatever. <laughs> but like, um, 
In Arkansas. Wait, <laughs> yeah, especially in Arkansas. Fuck. Um, but uh, <laughs> well, it's nice to see the growth in inclusion. Yeah, exactly. In yeah, and it's like, but yeah, I remember listening to podcasts like, like ten years uh, ago. Dudes that come into the shop sometimes. I'm like, oh my it's god, just the like, things they say. Um, but even like this, tar- this type of stuff, like being talked about, like back in. You know, like I remember there's this podcast I used to listen to called Fly Fishing on the Web. Uh, it was like these guys were these guys were great. Like they were super cool dudes, but it was like it was a while ago and like even that they were talking about it at that point. Like it's a slow moving thing, and I think it's a slow moving thing also because like across the board in terms of inclusion, because it's just such like a it's such a sparse and sort of like niche thing fly fishing so it's just like mm. one of those things that takes so long and it's it's too bad but like <clears throat> it's great to see more people getting into it from all different like walks of life you know and and all different ethnicities and genders and ages and everything because mm-hmm. it's like that's really what it should be about you know like there's fucking barriers when it it's comes the, to stuff. It's, it's, the, it's like it's the ultimate equalizer right like it's yeah. like everyone's same everyone's, everyone's the, the same. same on the water yeah, like doesn't matter like yeah, totally whatever everyone's the same just yeah. like you said you know you're wearing waders you're sweating <laughs> and it's so much about the <laughs> like, moment yeah, everyone's the same yeah, yeah, you're a girl yeah. or a man don't like, know it doesn't if you matter like, your pants or if your yeah. waders are leaking and that's no. what it should yeah. be about exactly. <laughs> I, know, like, I don't have that problem but that's that's the best content <laughs> the best content the best like all that stuff is about the moment like the real awesome experience you get from and the, the rewards you get from taking part in such like an awesome unique experience like fly fishing can offer you know like seeing messy hair and like you know like crazy poofed out beard and like cuts on her hands and just like wet and shit like in a big fish but like you're just like so ecstatic like that is the best fucking you got that like manic look on your face you're like oh. <laughs> Yeah, oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're scared. <laughs> One time Get I the saw... picture now because yeah. this fucking I thing is... I need to sleep. <laughs> There's totally. a girl. Um, she doesn't fly fish, but she's a great angler. Um, her name's Chelsea. And, like, if you go through her Instagram, like, she, like, her hair is, like, messy. Like, here's a picture of her in the rain holding a muskie. Like... It's a nice fish. Her Instagram is Chelsea Lynn underscore XO. Um, she's awesome and like you know she's legit like yeah. her hair is a mess she's catching sweet fish it's crazy fish you know and she's awesome she doesn't fly a fish but it doesn't matter like she's like a legit yeah, girl yeah. and i totally respect her yeah. as an angler like and it's i don't there's not a lot of people girls that i respect as an angler and she's even though we don't do the same thing like yeah, i yeah. still you know respect her grind and everything because she really loves and is passionate about it yeah yeah like and i feel like you know like if you it's tough right because you don't want to like belittle somebody who does get like dolled up yeah no i think it's it's a good it's good to like keep things inclusive and obviously whatever you want put it on Mm. inspire people to just be yourself girls it's july 1st where everything is open uh, well, in our area, anyway. Um, bass is open, and pike is open, muskie's open. Awesome, not the best. What are we all pumped to be fishing? What, Olivia, what are you pumped to be fishing about? Uh, uh, I don't. It's know. It's July first. It's Canada Day. You're it's driving hard. the river. You want to fish for? It's hard because if the carp are there, I want to fish for the carp, but I also want to fish for muskie, and I want to catch pick a bass. One, pick one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't one, know. One. Oh, I can't. Three. Oh. Mm. You're gonna until five. Four. Canada Day weekend. Canada Day weekend. What are you what Five, are you fishing for? Two, I'm probably show. going to fish for muskie. Boom. Muskie. What about you, Aldo? Uh, July first. July first, it's Canada Day. Happy Canada Day, everybody. 
badass. Yeah, me too. Man. Absolutely smallmouth. Small I'm gonna take. I was gonna, I'm gonna take small. my shirt off yeah. and I'm gonna go in the river <laughs> and I'm gonna stick some bass on some poppers. Fuck, like I'm not even gonna like screw my pants too. <laughs> I should naked, baby. Gab, small it's Canada Day. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada, Gab. Happy Canada Day, Gab. Well, I'm drunk because yeah. it's Canada Day. Yeah. And smallmouth. Yeah. Smallmouth bass. Oh, that's two all the for way. smallmouth. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good, guys, because we're going smallmouth bass around that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, uh, righteous. Happy Canada Day, Mitch. Happy Canada Day, uh, Aldo. Uh, what are you fishing for? Smallmouth. Oh. Yeah. Oh, we determined that already. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm drunk. You had to uh, take my idea. I was 100% serious. Oh, speaking of which, uh, why we're so drunk is, uh, what are we drinking this time around? We're not drinking beer this time. No beer. Uh, we're drinking delicious and amazingly refreshing Muskoka Legendary Oddity Gin. Yeah. So uh, Muskoka about uh, a year ago started making gin, um, uh, which is which is awesome. Uh, they have a pretty big facility up in Bracebridge. If you, hey, it's Canada Day weekend. If you're up in the Muskokas, guys, buy your beer there. Totally, it's a fucking mm-hmm. cool place to hang out, and they give tours and shit. And I've been on tours, and it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but they started making gin a while ago. Um, what's cool about this gin? Uh, for those of Everybody who doesn't know, you need botanicals to make gin, and one of the botanicals that they use are actually uh, hop- they use hops in this gin. To shout out to their oh, brewery, really? Yeah. really? Hmm. Oh yeah, that's cool. How long have they been making gin for? Uh, just over a year. Okay. They've been, I think, they've been in like the design, like the testing phase for a few years now. There's research to be exactly. done before yeah, yeah. you launch before it. you launch a brand, right? And then mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, gin uses juniper berries. Um, they use uh, orange peel and heather tips and whatnot. But what makes theirs a little bit unique? Shout out to their brewing past is they use hops. It's crazy. Cool. You know, I've never had such a crisp, refreshingly delicious <laughs> gin, <laughs> such as. The Muskoka Gin, legendary oddity, and it's not like they like they haven't paid us to say this or anything. Like, <laughs> like, it's not like we're getting money to say that this is the best gin I've ever had in my fucking life. If you don't buy this gin, like you're, I don't even like stop you're, listening to the show. If you your are, life is in vain. If you're not on the dock right now, drinking Muskoka legendary oddity gin and just just drinking it and and and, 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 oh and, God, and so just good. you've got your shirt off, <sighs> pants you, off, you're making Gab mad, socks on your hands. <laughs> I hate like, <laughs> Oh yes. I have a story oh. because Oh, I guess that's how we're ending the show. <laughs> yes. Gab. So talking about shirt off, I was oh, God. I was helping Never mind, my, the show's over. I was I was helping my brother in law doing some construction yep. demolition stuff at his place and all of his construction friend and big muscular dude were all there with no shirt. And I was the only one wearing a t-shirt. Sounds like and I got in me. trouble. I got in trouble. Chantel was like, "Take your shirt off." And I was like, "No, I won't." <laughs> your, your, your now wife I'm got mad at you. Take I'm a never nude, so yeah. don't take your shirt off in my presence. And you I just have like you it. kept going. No, you're no. such a prude. Such a I will not take right. my shirt off. Um, well, not that I have anything to show for, but. <laughs> With that in mind, that's Olivia, it. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah, Olivia, <laughs> thanks for coming out. It was awesome getting to fish with you today. Um, I, we're excited to come down and fish your neck of the woods. It's cool learning about that place because the Niagara region is something I don't really know about. I don't think yeah. any of us do. So that was awesome. We need to get your, on that this like summer. And dedication to the sport is awesome, and uh, and your advocacy for the conservation and women in the sport is really cool too. So that's awesome. That's cool. I think it was an awesome show. And if you're not already following Olivia on Instagram, definitely do it. It's uh, like your page is absolutely amazing. And your handle is? 
Olivia M. Fishing. So give it a look. Give it a check. Check it out on Instagram because like it's full of amazing fish pictures. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, guys. It was a lot of fun today. And uh, yeah, hopefully we'll talk soon. Yeah. Great. And we're uh, at the SoFly crew. That's our social. And uh, you can reach us at the SoFly crew at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments or concerns. Um, what death threats for me? <laughs> ideas. <laughs> ideas, topics, whatever. Questions, anything. Hit us up. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And Olivia, again, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. That's it for me, Mitch Aldo. Goodbye, Internet. Gab. Right on. See you later.